Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. You play the doctor, the nurse, the teacher, the counselor. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solar Moms Talk, I discuss with solar mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solar mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even death collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy Increase your income and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash solomoms. That's audibletrial.com slash solomoms. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. My guest today is Ayami Hiroshige, who is a solo mom of a 12-year-old daughter and two bonus children. I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you. I am. And thank you for coming on and doing this interview with me. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So my usual first question is, how did you become a solo mom? So I'm so glad that you came up with the term solo mom because I always say single mom, but I'm like, that's not quite right. Um, But my daughter is turning 12 on Christmas Mm -hmm. and her father and I were kind of casually dating and we accidentally found out we were pregnant Um, and I kind of thought we were together. Um, He might not have thought so, but we, we 
finally split for good about when she was two. Um, actually, it's kind of like a teary story because we'd fight a lot and we had this tumultuous relationship and actually one of the big fights that we had, I was crying and, you know, my two-year-old daughter comes up to me and she's, she wipes away my tears and she's like, mommy, don't cry. And that kind of hit home to me where I was like, I definitely don't want my daughter growing up thinking that the type of relationship that we had is something that should be normal. Right. Um, And so I felt that she deserved to have more from me as a parent. And then, you know, as a relation, you know, relationship, either me being in a relationship or not being in a relationship, but definitely not something that's negative. So at about two, I, we had broken up a few times already, mm-hmm. but I finally was like, okay, my daughter is seeing this, this is affecting her. And so that's kind of how we, how I went down the path of being a solo mom. So. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I, this is, this seems to happen quite a bit. Um, so it seems that the parents are probably not ready for family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're here, you're in a relationship and you probably haven't even decided where you're going yet, but here comes baby mm-hmm. and something we now have to focus on baby. And I think that I bring this up because several of the moms I've interviewed have mm-hmm. hinted that, you know, after they got pregnant or had the baby, the relationship just didn't work out. Yeah. And yeah. it would seem to me that it's because nobody was ready for, right. you know, a family. Yeah. And, but their mom is left with the baby. Right. Yes. Right. Which is, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think definitely we were not ready um, in any shape, way, or form, but, um, she definitely is like the hugest blessing that I've had. And so, you know, definitely it's good in like very different, different facets of my life. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and your daughter is 12, right? We'll be turning 12 on Christmas. This okay. Year. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, she's basically a teenager, which has me a little bit panicked. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't envy you. I'm sorry. I just don't. I have three sons. And, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, boy moms. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that boy moms have it when it gets to this stage, that boy moms have it a lot easier. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, 12, these past 12 years, it's like living with a diva. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, Yes. Um, okay. So tell me over the past 12 years, Mm -hmm. what has been your biggest challenge? And if you have overcome that challenge, um, what did you do? Walk us through a little bit of how you overcame the challenge. So I feel like being a solo mom, I've never identified, like I said, with single mom, because I'm very, very blessed. I have my mother, who's been in our lives, um, my brother and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of had a community. And it, it, the saying is very true. The whole, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. It's super true. So I've had some really great friends, really great family, um, along with all of that. Um, so I don't think I'm lacking in that, that, that department. Um, but the challenge has been, you know, the nights that we need to do homework. <laughs> I don't really have someone to divert her to, you know, it's like me 
like that show, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Like I am definitely not smarter than a fifth grader in, <laughs> in homework aspect. And so sometimes those, that those have had tears, <laughs> mm. literal tears on both sides, but you know, she's in sixth grade now. And I feel like we've gotten a lot better. Homework is, is still a challenge, um, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, but we've, we try to work through it. Yes, yes. Did she <laughs> um, fight you? <laughs> yeah, she fights me. We're very different when it comes to academics mm-hmm. and homework and get, doing the work where me as a child, I would do it quick and just to get it over with. And if I had the whole week's worth in my hands, right. I would do the whole week in one go where she will drag her feet to do it, which definitely tries my patience like nothing else so I imagine yeah I mean we're still it's still a challenge so we're still working through it but she's she's a lot better and she's I mean I think she's a great student so I feel like fight me at home but you do the work at school and I can't complain about that right right (laughs) you know yeah Man, you, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, she doesn't look old enough to have a 12-year-old. I just can't <laughs> believe that. Um, <laughs> you have someone old enough that got married. I'm like, Oh, yeah. My... <laughs> Thank you. The congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So yes, fun. that was real fun. Um, okay, so, so tell me, how do you practice self-care? How do you take care of yourself? I know you have um, help. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of solo moms don't have help, but you have help. You have the support of your family, mm-hmm. but you still need to take care of you. Yes. How do you do that? What do you do? Give us some hints um, where we could do better. Okay. So like I, I do have a lot of help, fortunately. Um, but for someone that didn't have help, if you have school age kids, um, I've been trying to meditate daily. And, you know, I used to think of meditation as like this, I got to block out a whole hour. I can't have noise in the background. So if the gardener's going, you know, you make these excuses not to do it, right? Like mm-hmm. the gardener's going, so I can't do it until he's gone. Um, you know, if someone's working on my plumbing, I can't do it until he's gone. You know, I've got something due in a half an hour, but I've been doing five minute med- meditations. Mm. Um, and I find that those kind of pull me back into the present, yes. kind of pull me back to where I need to be to be focused because you know I've got you know you have like all these like 10 million things that I have to do I have to be done with them in the next hour or two um, and I start to kind of panic and you know to the five minutes of like breathing and listening to the um, prompts kind of helps me bring me back to the present so self-care doesn't necessarily mean like go get a massage which if I have time and the money I go and get a massage right um, but I feel like Meditation has really helped to calm my mind and my body. Um, journaling for at least 10 minutes mm-hmm. in the morning to kind of yeah. write out. I try to free write. And so I don't have any structure when I'm writing. I just kind of write whatever comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. At first, if, you, if I've taken a break, it takes me a while to kind of get into it. But I try to write, I don't want to say force, but I force myself to write like two or three pages in my journal. And it, it's short. I mean, it's like a small journal. Yeah. But um, writing, helping me reflect on what I'm feeling or thinking or when I want to plan. Um, so there's no like outline for my journal, but I just try to free write. 
So those two things have really helped. Yes. <laughs> Meditation and then self-reflection in my journal. Um, right. Those are two really big ones for myself. Oh. Two yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I love to journal. I've been doing yeah. it since I was a, a child. And I Me just too. Think, yes. It's and, so important. I find that when stuff's up here, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you get really heady and you're always thinking. Yeah. And if I just pour it all out on the page right. of the journal, then yeah. it up here feels better. Right. It kind of <laughs> helps you like put things into perspective yes. maybe something wasn't so important you know is not as important as maybe your your head was thinking about it yeah um, like I know a lot of people run or exercise I like to exercise it's great I try to run and I fail <laughs> and I'm not a runner that goes runs and then kind of like it helps clear the mind right I've never gotten that so for me writing and meditation are like the top two that I can yeah yeah, especially if I only have like five or 10 minutes, right? Right, yes. <laughs> That's the easiest. Yeah. And definitely like pen to paper. So I know some people, they'll journal like either on their computer or on their phone. I definitely have to have, because the, the, the whole thing from your mind, from your pen to your paper yes. is definitely cathartic. Yes, I think that makes a difference actually. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially if you're writing something down that you want to do, um, like a goal, if you're writing your intentions for 2020, um, the pen to paper will help yeah. the fruition. It's like, it's almost like magic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's some kind of mindfulness about journaling, right? Yeah, definitely. Yes. I agree yes. with that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. So tell me, um, where do you live? I live, um, <laughs> so I just moved, we live in a city called Roland Heights. Okay. But um, basically, if you're not familiar with California, it's Los Angeles. It's kind of the outskirts of Los Angeles County. Okay. Um, but it's like this tiny little city um, in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. And what do you do for a living? So I am doing kind of two things. So one, I'm the office um, director for a college admissions consulting company. Mm-hmm. So we help students that are trying to get into college, MBA programs, or law school, which is kind of crazy. And that's like the seasons right now. So it's like super busy and people are panicking, all of that, all of those things. And then I'm also starting um, to help businesses with like their social media strategy and their overall business strategy. Yeah. And the main focus is kind of like moms actually. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And where can we find you? So my website, which is still in the, in the process, it's always in the process of like being, being revamped, right? And some ways, <laughs> but that's where you can find me. Um, it's my first name, a- uh, Ayami, and my last name, Hiroshigi, put together, no dots or underscores or anything like that. So it's okay. A-Y-A-M as in Mary, I-H-I-R-O-S-H-I-G as in George, E as an elephant, dot com. Thank you. We'll put yeah. that in the show notes. So okay. Click on it and go <laughs> Very there. long, but it's my yeah. whole name. Like everything, all my social, everything. It's, it's all Ayami Hiroshige. It's, you know, keep it consistent. Okay, cool. So um, now that you've been a, a solo mom for quite some time, you've had some good experience. Uh, what one piece of advice would you give to another solo mom? So I guess the biggest thing is, is that no matter how big 
the tantrum is, how, however, like traumatic that day has gone, like you name it, I've it's it's happened. Like my coffee spills, and I'm like, but of course, why wouldn't it spill today? Or you know, your tire gets flat. Um, it's like, take a deep breath. It is just that moment, and tomorrow's a, a new day. I know that sounds super cliche, but it totally is. And yes. you know, our kids are worth it. Our kids are super worth it. Yeah. And we'll see, you know, all the hard work that you've done. Yeah. So you're doing a good job, mama. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. Yes. Um, so um, I'm not quite finished with you. Okay. I wanted to ad lib with you because right. I've had these stru- structured questions and I wanted to let it go a little freely uh, sure. this time. Okay. So tell me a little bit more of what you want the audience to know about you. Just, okay. I'm gonna, just going to give you a few seconds to just talk. Okay. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, all this, all this pressure, right? Yes, right. So we all know I'm a solo mom. I have one daughter. She's turning 12. I have actually two bonus children, um, 11, two girls. 11 and eight. And so when they're here, it's the house is full of estrogen. <laughs> oh. And so that's, that's a challenge in itself. But um, I love to help other moms, um, you know, whatever, wherever they're at in their, their life. So if they have babies, it's great. If they've got children my age, that's great. If they've got high schoolers, I love talking to moms that have a little bit older children mm-hmm. because I kind of like to see what my future may hold and what I need to be ready for because right. God knows I'm not ready. Um, and I love helping like small businesses. So if you're just getting started, I love to talk to you, just chit chat about what it is you're looking to do, what goals you might have, especially with the new decade starting in like two months, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Uh, what's at the top of your Christmas wish list? Oh God! For you, Christmas wish list—that is a good one. I don't really have anything, um, like physical, nothing physical. Just like want our kids to be happy. Um, we've already kind of started decorating, and my since my daughter's birthday falls on Christmas, it's like this huge double thing. Yeah, till it. So like no pressure or anything. Yeah. Um, but she, I mean, she loves it. She thinks everybody decorates for Christmas for her birthday. Yeah. So Aww. yeah, nothing really tangible on my Christmas list. Fortunately or unfortunately, probably unfortunately for my fiance, fortunately for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you coming Ayami and talking to me. I, I always look forward to these interviews. Yeah. And, it's exciting. And, yes. Um, tell me something nobody knows about you that you want to share? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, pretty much my life is an open book. It's like, oh, my God, she loves dogs. She has kids. I live in California. I do yoga. Um, something that people don't know about me. I think it's out there, but I'm, I'm a vegetarian. Um, okay. And I have been actually for – this is – I guess – I don't know if it's a little-known fact or well-known fact that I am a vegetarian, um, but I've been a vegetarian since I was about 15, 16. Oh. and that's people are always surprised like they kind of know that I'm a vegetarian because I'm a, a yoga person they just assume that I am mm. um, but that's not really the reason okay the real reason I'm a vegetarian is that when I was in high school um I was homeschooled and 
we dissected like 30 something animals yeah. <laughs> from like spiders and worms to the big things like turtles, sharks, and pigs. And it super grossed me out. And mm -hmm. so that's the real reason why I'm a vegetarian, but I do cook meat. That's like the flip side crazy part of it. Like I don't right. eat it, but I'll cook it. Yeah. So people don't usually know why I'm a vegetarian. They just think it has something to do with my health and love of animals, which is partially true, but the, right. the real reason it was the whole dissecting like 30 something animals. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I loved chemistry and, but wouldn't go into the lab. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I didn't funny. want to dissect anything and biology <laughs> as well. I didn't want to touch, I don't want to see anything messy. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah. it's crazy. Cause like, there's no blood or anything. And you know, my parents thought I was going to be some kind of biologist or doctor as I did. I loved the, I loved the class. Yeah. I love <laughs> biology, but that didn't end up being my path. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. Yep. All right. So tell me what are your goals and dreams? Like what's the big thing you want out of life for you? <laughs> Don't be a mom. I know. Right. My, like once you're a mom, like that's like your title, right? Like mom. Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely have always had this passion for helping people. And so kind of my big dream actually for the past probably five or six years, I've wanted to host a really big, um, like conference. Ah. Um, and I've, I've swirled around some ideas of what the conference would kind of entail. And I know it'll take at least six months to kind of get people in place and stuff like that. And I think 2020 might be it. And now that I'm telling you, cause I haven't told anybody, yeah. <laughs> um, it might have to happen. Oops. Right. <laughs> so, uh, um, no pressure. So, yeah, no, no pressure. <laughs> six years ago, I wanted to do kind of like a yoga themed conference with like, um, classes and companies and stuff like that. Um, but now I kind of want to gear it more towards business and parents and kind of that cohesive, how do you make that all work right. as a family? Um, so we'll see. I don't know. 2020, probably end of summer or so. I haven't really started working on it. I've just kind of been thinking about it the last month or so. So that's, yeah. that's, that's a huge, that's a huge one. <laughs> Sounds exciting too. Yeah. Yes. Well, let us know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, you'll, you'll be checking in with me. Hey, did you even start? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that should do it for us. Unless you okay. have anything else you want to say. No? No. Yeah. Thanks again. And um, I hope you'll come back again. Yeah, absolutely. Time. You have me. Thank yes. you so much. It's been of fun. Of course. This was a pleasure. So thank you, Ayami. And talk soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Solo Moms Talk. Please subscribe so you'll know when new episodes become available. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. Please also leave a review. Thank you. If you are a solo mom, 
Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Solo Moms Talk. Someone needs to hear your story. You are one decision away from changing her life. You can contact me at the email below in the show notes. And maybe you know a solo mom with a story that she needs to share. Why not ask her if she could contact me? You are one decision away from changing her life. Hello solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.